Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another podcast. And in today's podcast, we're going to have a look at Binance. We're going to have a look at um, Free Arrows Capital, God help us, and uh, have a look at what's going on in the crypto space. I'm joined by none other than JB. How are you, JB? What's going on, guys? So good. As always, I start every podcast exactly the same. It's all good. It's a nice day. It was a bit different today. I woke up with snow. I love a bit of snow. Is where it we snowing? St- yeah, where we stay, we're quite up in the hills. So you know, we kind of get hit first, we get hit hard. So yeah, it was quite nice yeah. to wake up with snow. I had a little play about with in the snow in my car this morning. So that's that quite good. Yeah, I enjoy the little simple things in life. It's good fun. How's everything you're in, Chris? Uh, we had a little weekend, but you know, you chilled Yeah, uh, it, was, it was an eventful weekend, mainly because like, uh, I, I just I just got fed up with people um just being rude in the in the Discord and um yeah I'm just not gonna stand for for that sort of shit. It's just not something that is uh something I'll, I'm gonna tolerate. And um yeah, so I banned a few people. Um, Quite rightly so. There's no need to be rude in the, the Discord guys, you know, it's it's a great, great community down there. So a few bad apples, we don't need them in there. You know what happens it, when you're a bad apple? Yeah, like one apple can ruin a, a bunch of apples, right? I think yeah, it's probably not the the actual wording of the true saying. Um, but look, uh, what I would say is like, yeah, you know, I don't want to keep going on about it, but you know, there's a there's a right way to to approach things, and there's a wrong way to approach things. And just because you know there's a feedback section doesn't mean that you can just be a complete bell end in there and you know chat crap basically. So you know that sort of stuff's just not going to be tolerated you know nick and myself we take a lot of like stuff on the chin but you know when the team starts to be upset about certain things for me like i'm not tolerating that so you know um that is what it is and uh yeah i've said it a few times today um but you know it's part and parcel of the space i guess um but you know a lot of these people will realize that actually we are going to go down to to lower lows and um yeah, look, let me uh, bring up on the screen and, and show people why I think, um, you know, why why I think this, because uh, I've got some interesting stuff to to share with people. So we'll, we'll get into that before we get into everything else. Um, but here we have crypto bubbles. And um, there's a few things I wanted to sort of call out. So we've got FTT here plus 159, like for the week. 147 percent for the month now this just looks like uh, a liquidity grab you know who is investing in ftt like come on um this is just a, an opportunity for big players to to get out in in a haze of uh you know miss uh misleading information i guess on you know where the crypto market currently stands you've got solana 40 percent, but 91 Point two for the month again you know this is a, a project heavily linked with uh, ftx alameda research this just looks again just like another pocket of liquidity for um you know the the big players the criminals in this space in in, in my opinion you've got um lido dow again like uh, i'm not going to bring up the news articles go research it yourself again heavily linked with uh, the same sort of uh, individuals 113% up for for the month a liquidity grab in, in my eyes and uh, hnt helium again 
77.3% for, for the month. I just, I just don't see this as true, you know, uh, bullishness that we uh, should have in, in the market. I really just don't see it that way. I mean, what's your thoughts, JB? Well, first of all, for the purpose of those that are listening and not watching on YouTube, I am bad for this. And I talk about this as if everybody is listening to the, sorry, watching the podcast on YouTube. I know we have a massive followers that are only listening. What was displayed there was a, obviously the screen bubbles and the projects inside the bubble showing their percentage gains and losses. So, yeah, I think you're totally right there. The likes of Helium, Lido, massive gains over the last week for absolutely no reason in my eyes. I think you nailed the way you explained it there. It's apparent it is a liquidity grab, especially with FTT. Who the hell is buying FTT right now? I know I'm certainly not. So, yeah, massive liquidity grabs right now for absolutely no reason. And, you know, maybe in a different light here, we look at this, that there's possibly some nice shorts coming up on these tokens because when you go up 147% in a week for absolutely no reason, then, you know, you're going to have another side to this as well. So, you yeah. know, there's pros and cons to all this that's happening. But, uh, yeah, I do think you got it spot on there with a, a massive liquidity grab for ftt though i mean lido have had loads of problems with the, the the ethereum staking aspect of things look i just don't think that these uh are the way they they would be uh had market makers not manipulated this the space and, and you know tried to to push these um prices up as high as they are like i'm not talking about all of the cryptocurrencies um but like really like let me know in the comments below who's investing in ftt who like for what reason what for what reason would you be investing it doesn't make sense and um look i'm happy for people to tell me there's a real genuine reason why people are investing in it let me know because i'm all ears well all what ears. we can see here is like when you i've got coin market cap pulled up and right now as of speaking the market cap is it 996 billion you know we're almost at one trillion market cap again mm. so we've seen humongous growth over the past couple of weeks i mean it wasn't even that long ago i think 811 um, billion market cap we were at so we've seen a humongous growth in the space recently which obviously we've covered a lot in discord there's been panic we've seen the bull run has started the bear market the bear market has ended we're you know we're ready to moon guys this ain't happening just Slow your roll. I said it the last time. End of structures. Let them play out. Very soon we will see the dump. Yeah, I think that's very much how I I view the the situation. I guess that's our market update to to get us into to some of the news, JB. Well, the one last thing I do want to pull up, and I did say the last time I want to try and cover this more, is the fear and greed index. So obviously this comes from Coin Trends. You will see it in the Discord again. Um, it, populates itself in the discord and just direct you to the correct one when you go down to member data feeds click on the coin trends um sub tab and when you come through there you'll see the really cool things that is the fear and greed index i like it it's really good it gets you a decent understanding of you know the mindset of the space right now so what this is the fear and greed index is a multi-factorial crypto market sentiment analysis and right now we're at 45 so this goes on a scale of 1 to 100, 1 being green, good, market's great, it's going to the moon, red, 
meaning the market's dumping, it's on the floor, nobody wants to see this happening. Right now, we're almost slap bang in the middle. Everybody's re- ready to go to the moon. I think last time we recorded, we're around about 36. So, you know, we've seen a huge bit of relief here, moving more towards greed, greed than fear. So massive change in the market. And I think, you know, you guys have covered this very well in the Twitch streams that people are getting very comfortable right now. And I think it's the wrong thing to be doing. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I said that I've got June vibes and uh, like people are like, oh, you, you know, um, you, you could be wrong. Uh, everybody's guessing. And it's like, yeah, we could be wrong. Like hands up, like, you know, we could be wrong. But I'm going to tell you now we're not. And 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 that is the the bottom line. I really do feel strongly, as strongly as I did back in June, that um you know people are, are being misled here. And if um, anyone watching, listening, does feel like the bull market has started, the bear run has ended. Relate to us why you feel that you know we we won't see any more downwards price. We will not go lower, and why you feel the bull market has started. I'm very interested. No, there's no digs here. There's no not too much sarcasm coming back at it. It's just, let us know why you feel that this is the case, that, you know, we won't see lower lows now, that we are going to see a great massive run coming on here. Please do let us know if this is the way you're feeling, because I'm very interested to to learn another side of it. Yeah, and I think it's just going to be interesting to see how it all plays out, whether we're right or wrong. Uh, it's irrelevant. It's going to be interesting. Uh, sometimes people say, you know, the journey is the most important uh, part of of actually the you know the the generation of uh, you know wealth, right? And um, yeah, that's why you see lots of people that are born into it just so miserable. They didn't have to earn it, right? And they didn't go on that journey. So um, yeah, it's part and parcel. Whether we're right or we're wrong is kind of irrelevant um it's going to be a bit of fun for for 2023 look i hope i'm wrong i'm hope that you know we see the one hundred thousand dollar btc that everybody keeps you know banging on about um but i can tell you now i don't think we are um but there we go that's my my views and opinions and i'm eager to see just like jb the reasoning as to to why the bottom is in um i'm pretty sure people are going to link loads of like indicators uh, which will also go and be invalidated, just like I said in June, and they were. Um, so yeah, well, it's it's one of those. Um, what's going on with uh, Harmony One, JB? So Harmony One, this is one I kind of commented on something in this a few podcasts ago that it's kind of hard to see on a couple of institutions right now. Um, you know, kind of what's going on, and one has been broken here. So North Korea's Lazarus um, Group has moved $63.5 billion worth of crypto stolen from Harmony Bridge Hack. Now, obviously, the, the Bridge Hack, this was covered a few months back. You know, it was very well documented. Chris and Nick spoke very, very in-depth about everything that was going on here. For me, I've not heard enough about it. It went very silent, very quickly. I've never seen too much from the likes of Harmony coming out and talking about it publicly to explain enough about it, you know, to really help the regular investors understand everything that's going on here. But what we are seeing is that the funds have been moved through Railgun and deposited onto three separate exchanges. And also the hacking group has been evolving in its methods and (laughs) they've been posing as VC firms. But let me tell you now, 
it's hard to find good, honest, true BC firms. I would like to think we have found one. We have we are obviously aligned with a, a really good firm, VC firm in Cryptopia. Check them out if you haven't already. Moving back onto the article. The funds that were stolen, 63.5 million from the bridge hack last year. The group is now utilizing new methods to exploit and pilfer the vulnerable DeFi sector. So what does this tell us, Chris? They're trying to get their money. This money they've stolen, they're trying to liquidate it to get the liquid assets back out of the, the theft, essentially. Yeah, and I think, you know, Binance and Horby team up to, to recover. I think it's now sat at about 2.5 million, um, you know, freezing a lot of those assets as they try to to liquidate them. So, yeah, look, it's interesting stuff. What, for, uh, 64 million over the weekend. Um, yeah, look, Binance, um, Horby uh, are doing, uh, you know, a tremendous job in recovering some of the funds but it is such a small minute about of the 100,000 uh, 100 million even sorry um that that you know was stolen you know 2.5 is uh it's not really touching the sides yep so the, so the one i kind of highlighted there in particular was the north korea one now we know already the whole world knows it's so hard to get any form of accurate real true information associated to north korea I'll leave my own feelings about that quiet just now because it's not really relevant right now. But Zach XBT on Twitter posted a good, um, what's it called, tweet about everything mm -hmm. that's going on there. And it shows where all the movements were and obviously it kind of deciphered everything that was going on there. And it kind of breaks it down to over 350,000 addresses associated with the 41,000 Ethereum transfer. So this took place on... 13th of January. Overall, it's a small figure. I think it was around 620 million in 2022 alone was the figure that was kind of getting thrown about. So, you know, it's getting broken down into different smaller transactions. They're, they're moving the, the stolen money off from the theft around to try and liquidate it. And yeah, it's great to see the likes of CZ and Binance. Huobi, I'm still got my reservations about them, but yeah, hats off to them. You know, they're they're doing a good job here of freezing it. Let's hope more of it happens and you know we can get some form of resolution out of it all. Yeah, I think that'd be really positive. Binance are obviously uh, you know, I guess uh moving mountains at the moment. They've just also come out with um the fact that they will allow it uh allow, can't get my words out, they will allow institutional investors to keep collateral off crypto exchange um what do, you, what do you feel about that what you know break that down for us i don't i'm not too sure about it all so yeah break it down for us a little bit here so basically this is going to allow them to to keep it uh in cold wallets with binance custody um which is you know interesting because it won't be accessible online uh so it's very uh unlikely to to be hacked it's basically like having your ledger for example but on a on a you know, like on a different side of it, could you see in some form of way that this is CZ getting into bed with it? That he's protecting the big guys here? Um, I think really what what he's doing is he's, uh, you know, protecting crypto and uh, keeping yeah, the can, integrity there. I think that, you know, 
there's safety measures uh, in place. I think uh, I think they've done a really good job. I think you know the stuff that you see with Harmony again is a really positive thing that you you don't see anyone else. Did you ever see FTX trying to to resolve problems for for blockchains, whether they're invested or not? Um, you know, I, I do think that Binance have, have done a good job. But I do think there is a an agenda there, to be honest. Not from so, you. Is this CZ regulating the space by proxy? Is he potentially in some form of way creating a regulation in the space without regulations being here? Is this him thing saying, look, there's the mass amount, take it off, it's safe, it can't be touched. And that's, you know, in some form of fantasy here, CZ is creating his own regulations for the space by moving these humongous numbers off the off off the you know off off of the exchanges into safe wallets storage and you know kind of controlling the space a, a little bit better for us yeah i mean he talks quite a lot about you know being um good actors in the space and you know uh, I, I guess these aren't the words that i've heard him speak but you know going above and beyond and um you know supported adoption of of cryptocurrency uh, i think he's very much doing that with these sorts of activities is it just that he knows this is the way that it's going to be moved forward and he's just proactively doing it ahead of like being forced to do it possibly um but yeah i think it's a form of that i think it's definitely a, a positive move uh move to to keep big money wanting to come into the space i mean um you know it does probably you know, take away some of those uh, security risks. So, yeah, I think they would be happy with that. Obviously, I don't know how that uh, equates, like whether that's a multi-sig or or what, I don't know. But uh, I'm sure there's more details to to come on all of that. But listen, if, if that is the case, you know, for everything that's happened recently, there's one guy I would like to see, you know, really take the space by the balls and do something with it. It's going to be CZ. I'm really... I really like what this guy's been doing recently. He's, he's done some really great, wonderful stuff for, for the crypto space. It's it's really good and refreshing to see. It's definitely refreshing. I think, um, you know, I think Sam did it, but he had a, a different agenda. And, um, you know, that I think that's kind of, you know, come to the forefront and people can see it now. And I think there was always pockets of, of like, you know, who Sam really was, you know, particularly in how Alameda was was run in the early days. You know, I mentioned stuff about refinance and the stuff that went on there. There was really no need for that. It was like, you know, it was like boys playing in like an adults league when you you consider the the reef team. They were really just children straight out of like university, no real life experience, no business you know, experience about them and uh, they got epically found out when they uh, went into to like, uh, I guess, a uh, business with a um, a shark, basically. Um, they got you in a life. And um, I think that's uh, something that didn't really need to happen. And it's not really um, good for, for retail investors. So I think there's always been pockets of signs that, you know, the type of character Sam is. Um, but now everybody gets to to really see that you know full heartedly. Um, but what else uh, you know have you you picked out that that is interesting you? So obviously we started off with something really good there. Might as well offset it with something in my eyes, my personal opinion, which I think is quite bad. And this is coming out of Iran and Russia again. Another couple of institutions where it's hard to get factual information from. 
Well, what has been reported here is that Iran and Russia are looking to launch a stablecoin backed by gold. Now, allegedly, this stablecoin is going to be called the Token of the Persian Gulf. Its primary purpose will be to facilitate cross-border payments. What two wonderful countries to be launching a stablecoin doing cross-border payments. Yeah. Yeah, interesting one. I think, um, you know, Russia, obviously, you know, we're getting, you know, uh, I, I guess, uh, dollar cost averaging into the, the gold reserves over a long <laughs> period of time, um, which has obviously been spoken about many times. But uh, yeah, look, really, what is this? This is really just to destable the the US dollar. That's pretty much what it is, or the digital dollar when it goes live. Um, so these sorts of uh, plays are, are probably not going to be tolerated by the West, I wouldn't have thought. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this uh, this one develops. It's very interesting. And uh, yeah, I don't want to get into the politics of it all. But yeah, it's uh, um, interesting slash worrying. Yeah, we'll definitely be politics out of it because I, I could uh, I could go off on a tangent here, and you know <laughs> it's probably not what you guys are here to listen and to watch. It may be. Let me know if it is. I'm happily, you know, maybe not on cheeky crypto because it may not be good for him, <laughs> good for whatever. But I'll happily talk about that. It's fascinating to me. I like, as you know, I like everything that's going on around the world. I just I like diving into things. It's cool. But moving on to the 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 C, uh, sorry this merger or partnership, whatever you want to call it, with Iran and Russia. What they're kind of relating it to is the move from the gold standard to fiat. So basically what they're categorizing fiat is an unlimited supply, which could lead to worldwide hyperinflation. Hey, it's, you know, it's not a million miles off the truth. You know, these things can happen. But it would be a stable coin backed by gold. You know, it's kind of, mm. it is what it is there. And its primary purpose is to serve as a mode of payment for in international trade that doesn't rely on fiat. So what I can I kind of decipher from this is it's corruption on the highest degree can be moved very easily here. I've been very particular of my words right now because I, I can really kick off here. So it's it's going to aid with corruption, basically. That's, that's what I'm looking at here. It's two of the big industry leaders here of not nice things in the world. I'm really trying here. Really not nice things in the world. And yeah, I just, I, I don't see any good coming of this at all. Whether it even happens, hell, it might, it might just fall apart like a lot of other things happen there. But yeah, it's just one of those things I don't want to see happen. Yeah, let us know in the comments below whether you think it will fall apart or will it lead to, to something far worse in the real world? Um, let us know. I think it will uh, end abruptly, to be honest. Yes. Um, will we see the token of the Persian Gulf? Yeah. Will, will that come to fruition and stay stay there? Um, I doubt it. But let's see how, how things, uh, things progress. Free arrows capital. These are words that I thought I wouldn't be uttering in, in this uh, capacity. <laughs> has returned to save crypto is the pitch deck is uh the the uh the way that this uh headline is uh started and um look i think they're basically trying to raise 25 million uh would you invest 25 million in free arrows capital why do they want to raise this money well they want to kick start their bit their failed yes. failed business so from what I read, I don't have the article at hand here, so I can't really take any quotes from it. But from what I did read earlier on, it was 
you know, some of the leaders from Thiago's capital want to start their own exchange because, you know, they're really safe and nothing's bad ever happened that's ever come out of Thiago's capital. You know, they're they're the place you want to go in this space, guys. You know, the the bit that I loved was uh was like where they demonstrated how much money they'd uh started with and taken it to like and built this huge business. But what they failed to mention was how it epically <laughs> failed. Yeah. So, yeah, look, um, you can make a, a, a load of uh, money, but if you have poor risk management, you risk losing it all. It's laughable, it really is. It is. Like, like, yeah, again, another thing I don't want to see happen in this space. No, like, like these uh, these guys need to to shut up shop and uh, move on, um, get, get a job. They shouldn't be allowed to to operate in these markets. Listen, uh, I, I think it may be very speculative to say this, but you know, I think there may be something behind it. I don't think half these guys at Thiago's Capital need to work again. No, they they probably don't, but they do need to be banned from operating in this space, in my opinion. Let me know yeah. in the comments below. Do you agree? I like you know me. If I was managing the SEC, it would be far stricter. And uh, there'd be none of this shit going on. Like, uh, yeah, this would have been shut down immediately. Uh, they would have had like licenses provoked, and you know, uh, told that they can't operate in crypto. Like, you know. So we will now move on to something that we don't really talk about very often. You know, a lot of people in the space won't won't have heard much about this at all, and it's kind of glossed over. But it's a company called the Digital Currency Group. You Never know, we heard might not of heard, it. may not have heard them very often. We're trying, guys. We're trying to keep this in your brains. Digital Currency Group. So we're seeing something else coming out about them, something that we have not covered yet. Tron's founder, Justin Sun, is reportedly willing to spend $1 billion on a part of Digital Currency's assets. Now, he won't specify what it is he's wanting to buy, what it is he's wanting to take on board. But, you know, what's going on here? Why does he want to take some of DCG's assets. So obviously DCG, just to quickly gloss over here, they are the parent company of Genesis, who we are pushing so hard to get in your brain, guys. There are big issues here. There's something massive going to happen. I, I, I wonder if he's using uh, Tron as collateral. Likely. <laughs> I jest, of course. Um, look, I, 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 would, I would like to see this happen from somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I don't that. know. There's something about uh, Justin Sun for me that I just don't like. You know those feelings I, I had around Sam. Yeah, I got him. I've got him with uh, Justin too. Um, I got no, no real uh, example to give people. Uh, not right now. Um, but yeah, I don't like the idea of him. You go with your this. gut on these kind of things. You know, yeah. when, you have, when you have a bad feeling about somebody, you, you guys, you know, we'll just pull you out here that you're very spot on with a lot of things. You know, I'm not blowing your trumpet right now, but you are spot on with a lot of things. You, you called out Sam. You called out Sam very early. You're not calling out Justin Sun right now. But it, it kind of, you know, you've, yeah. got that, you've we've, we've got that notion there with him. He's not not the best guy in his space. He's not up there with Charles. He's not up there with CZ, you know, all the rest of the guys that, you know, we are quite big on here. Just, you know, maybe leaves a slight sour taste in the mouth. I don't know if that's maybe the best way to articulate it. My yeah. feelings personally around Justin Sun. So I look, I look at this, and if if, if true, uh, we'll start with opening it that way. Um, it gives uh, DCG what they need, 
the you know the they meet their requirements um i just don't like it and i just don't think it's but good for me term. it does it meets the requirements but what cost does this come of he he's not doing it to save the likes of genesis and that he's doing this to benefit himself so for me it's still if it does go through at what cost does it come yeah, I think there's different ways you can look at it. Is he saving his own skin? Because if these guys collapse, it impacts his empire. Uh, probably more so that. Um, I've mentioned several times the impact that this would have, you know, with the likes of Genesis, Gemini, Grayscale, um, you know, they're giants here. Um, but yeah, this could just be that, that play that, you know, it squashes my narrative, right? My narrative is I expect lower lows. And why? Genesis, Gemini, Grayscale. This could be just untrue and unfounded. One key thing I really want to point out here. Justin's son explored the option of buying FTX before it collapsed. Mm. He did not go through with it, quite obviously. FTX collapsed. Is this just going to be another one for Justin's son to get his name out there? to get the Tron name out there to say, oh, look how much money we do have and we can buy this, we can buy that, but we don't. So is this what we're going to see again? Justin Sun, I want to buy this. I want to, you know, spend this billion dollars on some of DCG's assets. But, you know, he doesn't. He just gets his name out there, gets the publicity. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's elements that it could be like that. Who knows? At the end of the day, we kind of just need to see how these things play out. Um, I'm still in in i guess the the mindset that these companies failing do bring us to you know to the knees i guess and um those potentially lower lower prices and you know it might not be new lower lows maybe the maybe the bottom is in but we're just going to go really really close to to it i mean i still believe that we're going to see lower lows um but you know nobody really knows right well, that's why I keep, that's why I keep know, getting getting told anyway. You know these these technical analyst guys. You know there's there's a few of them out there that are actually quite good at their job. Hmm. I'd, I'd I'd sit on the I'd sit on their fence rather than other folks' fences. It's in the data, okay. It's it may be easy to say that maybe you don't align with it, the the way we look at the data, the likes of the late wave theory. You know you might want to run on trends, trend lines. If that's your bag, go for it. Fill up. Let us know if that's the case. If you don't align with the Elite Wave, let us know why. But, you know, it's no secret. I've been practicing Elite Wave. I've completed the course. I've been putting it into practice. I've just, I've found it fascinating to learn it and kind of like try to better myself with it. So I personally think it's in the data. It's, we will see lower lows. I see no reason why we won't. So, yeah, we're definitely going down in my opinion. The 3Gs, I think they will be the catalyst. Yeah, I, I just can't see anybody in their right mind um, buying up the the assets before, you know, that, I guess, uh, bankruptcy filing gets gets put out there. I just think that we would have heard by now um, and it would for, have been done. For me, it's just too much money. There's just far too much money to get raised. What else that doesn't sit right with me right now is they haven't even said like, what attempts they have done to raise the money needed. How much of it? I think we've maybe seen one update, mm. and that was it to say like this is how much we have raised so far. We've only got X amount left to go, so we can secure everything else. I just I don't like the fact that we don't know. And usually, when you don't know, it's you know it's not really great news. 
yeah like it, it's too quiet eerily quiet and um yeah we'll just uh wait and see what you know happens and and how it all plays out um but yeah i think that'll probably bring us to to a close for for the podcast for today uh, i hope everybody enjoyed uh, today's video any closing thoughts jb just a few things i want to touch on a couple of numbers you know we're seeing really good movements in the Twitch channel just now. So, you know, jump down in there, guys. Follow along. 10 o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Really good stream. I, I enjoy that. I put my earbuds in at work, sit and listen along, chat with you guys. So, you know, it's really good. Had a few good chats in there over the last few weeks. You know, that's where the whole bin saga came from. So, yeah, you don't want to be funny. missing out on that. Um, as for Discord, we've seen good numbers with the Discord also. We're about 6,350 members. So, we've seen a massive growth there. You know, it's really good to see the whole cheeky crypto YouTube channel, the main channel that's around about 143,000 subscribers right now. Great to see, but most important, the one that is winning the race right now between podcast and the Twitch channel is, of course, the cheeky crypto podcast. And we have now hit 2,390 subscribers on YouTube. That is, and yeah, big thank you to you guys that are listening watching on youtube it means a lot to us continue to subscribe and like if you haven't done so already please do it does mean a lot and i will just leave you with my usual if you guys are going to trade tight stop loss make great gains stay safe in the space i'll see you next time out yeah and i think i'll, I'll echo that and um yeah look the podcast is doing fantastically well uh appreciate everybody subscribing and following uh, mashing up that like button um you know the the podcast is doing phenomenally well as an actual podcast as well on uh, spotify and various other podcast uh, outlets so um yeah look uh, really appreciate everyone uh joining uh for me expect a volatile few weeks um you know i think uh, the market is going to be volatile um but yeah ultimately uh, we're, we're in a good position and uh, I look forward to seeing how everything plays out. So if you enjoyed today's video, mash up that like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and I catch you in the next one. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>